This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Afghan president flees country as Taliban take Kabul. Rescuers racing in Haiti as storm threatens to follow earthquake. And Justin Trudeau triggers Canadian election. It's Monday, August 16. I'm Anthony Davis. Afghanistan's embattled president left the country on Sunday, joining thousands of his fellow citizens and foreigners in a stampede fleeing the advancing Taliban and signalling the end of a 20-year Western experiment aimed at remaking the country. The Taliban fanned out across the capital, and a group of fighters entered the presidential palace in Kabul. Suhail Shaheen, a Taliban spokesman and negotiator, said the militants would hold talks in the coming days aimed at forming an open, inclusive Islamic government. A Taliban official earlier said the group would announce the creation of the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan from the palace, but those plans appeared to be on hold. That was the name of the country under Taliban rule before the militants were ousted by US-led forces after the 9-11 attacks. The city was meanwhile gripped by panic, with helicopters racing overhead throughout the day to evacuate personnel from the US embassy. Smoke rose near the compound as staff destroyed important documents, and the American flag was lowered. Several other Western missions also prepared to pull their people out. Though the Taliban had promised a peaceful transition, the U.S. Embassy suspended operations and warned Americans late in the day to shelter in place and not try to get to the airport. Still, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken rejected comparisons to the U.S. pullout of Vietnam, as many watched in disbelief at the sight of helicopters landing in the embassy compound to take diplomats to a new outpost at Kabul International Airport. This is manifestly not Saigon, he said. As the insurgents closed in on Sunday, President Ashraf Ghani flew out of the country. He later posted on Facebook that he'd chosen to leave the country to avert bloodshed in the capital, without saying where he had gone. As night fell, Taliban fighters deployed across Kabul, taking over abandoned police posts and pledging to maintain law and order during the transition. The fall of Kabul marks the final chapter of America's longest war, which began after the September 11, 2001 terror attacks, masterminded by al-Qaeda's Osama bin Laden, then harboured by the Taliban government. Last night, the United States announced it is sending another 1,000 troops to Afghanistan, raising the US deployment to roughly 6,000. The death toll from a magnitude 7.2 earthquake in Haiti soared on Sunday as rescuers raced to find survivors amid the rubble ahead of a potential deluge from an approaching tropical storm. 
Saturday's earthquake left at least 724 dead and 2,800 injured in the Caribbean island nation, with thousands more displaced from their destroyed or damaged homes. Survivors in some areas were forced to shelter in streets or soccer fields with their few salvaged belongings, while overloaded hospitals scrambled to help those who were injured. Yet the devastation could soon worsen with the coming of Tropical Storm Grace, which was predicted to reach Haiti tonight or early Tuesday, bringing the potential for torrential rain, flooding and landslides. The earthquake struck the southwestern part of the hemisphere's poorest nation, almost raising some towns and triggering landslides that hampered rescue efforts in a country already grappling with the coronavirus pandemic, a presidential assassination and a wave of gun violence. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau triggered an election on Sunday as he seeks to capitalise on Canada being one of the most fully vaccinated countries in the world. Trudeau announced the election would be held on September 20th after visiting the Governor-General, who holds a mostly ceremonial position representing Britain's Queen Elizabeth II as head of state. We've had your back, now it's time to hear your voice, Trudeau said. Canadians need to choose how we finish the fight against COVID-19. Trudeau is seeking to win a majority of seats in Parliament. His Liberal Party fell just short of that two years ago and must rely on the opposition to pass legislation. The election comes as Canada is experiencing a new wave of COVID-19 cases driven by the Delta variant. Trudeau called it the fourth wave amongst unvaccinated people. Trudeau isn't as popular as he once was, but his government's handling of the pandemic has been widely viewed as a success. After a slow start, Canada now has enough vaccine for every citizen. More than 71% of eligible Canadians are fully vaccinated and over 82% have received at least one dose. The government has spent billions to prop up the economy amid lockdowns that have now lifted. Opposition Conservative leader Erin O'Toole didn't answer when asked if his candidates will or should be vaccinated. He said he's disappointed that Trudeau is trying to divide people about their health. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.